Good morning, Prepper friends. Perrin Lovett here for the Prepper Post News, courtesy of Freedom Prepper. Welcome to Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. Only one more day in the month of June. Thank you for uh, joining us <clears throat> here on the podcast, the video, watching, listening. However you find us, just make sure you find us. Got a great show for you today. Uh, Going to be talking about some uh, law and order, excuse me, law and disorder. I'll just get straight into these. Uh, I talked very briefly about some Supreme Court cases, very important legal matters in front of the very important fake third branch of the uh, U.S. imperial government. Uh, I kind of wrote them off, and I, I still do. Got a little bit of a victory out of a, a few of these. Uh, the AP reported last uh, week... Uh, that the little cheerleader, the former cheerleader in the public school prison uh, who was punished for tweeting something, something stupid, uh, she won her case against the uh, globalist Satanists that run that particular school system. Uh, The nine very vaguely and poorly upheld the First Amendment, but at least it was a minor victory, although they failed to make any kind of greater uh, blanket policy about these kinds of... uh, totalitarian crackdowns on the rights of uh, young American citizens. Anyway, we'll take what uh, what justice we can get. Um, sometimes justice comes on the street. Sometimes it looks funny and it looks ironic. Uh, I've got a linked story here. All stories, of course, linked up as always at freedomprepper.com. We have a, uh, we had, we had a wonderful young woman, a nation healer who came to the USSA to help us. As part of her doctoral studies, she wanted to show us how we're all a bunch of horrible white supremacist racists and that we oppress black people from Africa here in the USSA. And that we just, you know, anything they do wrong is a result of us being bad. It's not their fault. Uh, She took her little uh, dog and pony show to the, uh, the battleground of Chicago and if she was, of course, killed by one of the uh, the Africans that she came here to uh, to defend, it, it happens like that. I mean, oh well, you know, better luck next time. Better luck next time too to uh, former police officer Derek Chauvin, who was wrongfully convicted after a show trial and general civil war circus of uh, murdering Saint George Floyd of the fentanyl. Um, patron saint of all drug addicts and small-time porn stars. Uh, the other day, he was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison um, for this drug overdose death of the convicted violent felon, George, uh, for four funerals and a gold casket Floyd. I think that the, his conviction and sentence will probably be overturned because it was uh, all based on a, uh, a proven set of lies. But I don't hold out hopes that he will uh, fare much better in a retrial, and he's also facing trumped-up fake federal charges. So uh, it is what it is. And I've, speaking of the federal charges, I've got that's what our feature story is about today: more truth and justice from uh, from the government. Here's a little bit about changing the government politically: politics, politics, many small blood-sucking parasites. Uh, you may remember some of you, uh, a man named Curtis Slua, who was the founder of the Guardian Angels uh, in New York City. 
and uh, he has just won the uh, GOP's primary for mayor of the Big Apple, and they could really, really, really use a guardian angel right about now. Uh, I, I suspect he would make a great mayor. I also suspect his chances of getting in are about the same as uh, Derek Chauvin's chances of getting out. So, uh, but keep an eye on that. Local Fox affiliate uh, reports on that out of New York. Uh, now we've got, uh, got a couple of stories here warning about a coming civil war in the United States. Um, you know, there are some of us who think that it's not coming, it's already in progress. It just hasn't really heated up. But it is becoming more noticeable. We've even got, uh, you know, left-leaning, non-interventionist libertarians who are finally starting to wake up and see reality. Uh, Michael Schuler wrote a great, great article that I linked to here at his website, one of them. Uh, he's got a plan. A plan, uh, a state's rights plan that kind of looks a little bit like nationalism about how to counter what's happening and what's surely going to happen. So take a look at that. Interesting, interesting, uh, and this is from a no-war, non-interventionist type, recommending the kind of things that he's recommending. Hard recommendations. Just take a look at that. Zero Hedge, has uh, they've been on this uh, for a little while. They're a little ahead of the curve. They've, they've put together a rather realistic blueprint of how this balkanization of the United States may very well take uh, take place. It's a really realistic scenario they uh, they lay out that could easily take us to the hot phase of a civil war. Uh, they point to uh, places like Texas, uh, places like Florida and Arizona states sending independent state aid to Texas to help fight the um, third world invasion that the federal government is supposed to fight but is totally given up on and in fact is encouraging and suborning um, states uh, taking it upon themselves to keep their citizens safe. Uh, the Zero Hedge notes that uh, Washington won't, won't like this and they may, tr they, who knows what they'll do. It's possible as they say that uh, Washington could say, you know what, you states doing this, uh, enforcing the law, no more federal funds for you. That's their. That's the, the one of the tricks they've always resorted to. A place like Florida could say, you know what? Fine. No. No problem. No more taxes for you, Washington. Then it would hit the fan hard and fast. Um, you know, Florida is uh, is a changing state. But there are a lot of men in Florida. Oh, a lot of guns in Florida. A lot of well-trained police officers and a pretty good National Guard. Um, and even a somewhat organized state guard uh, versus a uh, imperial military that is met now mainly made up of people like uh, Mark Milley, you know, transvestite, cross-dressing, delusional idiots. I mean, who knows how it's going to turn out? Um, I kind of, I kind of like the prediction: uh, Bosnia times Rwanda. But we'll find out. It's going to be very exciting. Very exciting. All this talk about extremism. Uh, that's my next section here. Mark Milley, uh, general head of the uh, the Pentagram, uh, wants to uh, wants to lead the charge against the number one threat facing the U United States, which is white supremacy. Uh, why? Well, because he's an idiot and a Satanist. Uh, Glenn Grimwald uh, takes a good, long, hard look at Milley. Milley was doing funny things last year that we reported on. He he should have been purged out a long time ago. Uh, but now he's going right along with the Biden-Harris-Lucifer plan to uh, 
get rid of the last vestiges of America. Um, and the way he wants to do that is, of course, spending more money, more technology, most of which doesn't work, and by turning the, well, continuing to turn the military into uh, what it is now with the drag shows and the paid sex change operations, maturity flight suits, cutting edge stuff that the Russians and the Chinese just don't have. You American patriots with your AR-15s and F-15s don't have that either, so uh, whatever. Now, this is, uh, sometimes we talk about extremism, nobody knows what words mean. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the AJC, which used to be a real newspaper, has come out with a handy little lexicon of extremism, mostly from the right wing, uh, psyops, uh, false flag kind of stuff. Uh, they, this is from the AJC in, conduct, in conjunction with the ADL, the SPLC, the ANC, BLM, the DNC, the FBI, and the CIA, and a bunch of other alphabet agencies. Uh, they use, they, you know, the only left-wing thing they approach is Antifa. They, they talk about this being a left-wing group of violent communist anarchists. Um, they need to check with fake President Biden, who said that it's not an organization, just an ideology. All of the other uh, uh, things that they define, such as uh, the alt-right, the Proud Boys, militias, uh, these, uh, de these uh, definitions are just dead wrong, and they could all of them more easily be summed up as either hoaxes, false flags, or psyops, or just the FBI. The, the insurrection at the Capitol was the FBI. They talk about the, uh, the, the, uh, the plot to kidnap the war criminal uh, Gretchen the Witch up in uh, Michigan, that was an FBI operation. It, it, it's all, anything from the federal government is fake. That, the, the, we're going to talk about that in the feature. Literally everything they say is a lie, and they know it, and we know it. It's like Solsenheisen said, they are lying. We know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. We know they know we know they are lying. And still they continue to lie. They lie about things like the great hoax of 2020 that just won't go away. Um, got a very interesting write-up, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, who was a doctor and epidemiologist at Baylor University, who comes out with yet more truth about the corona hoax. Uh, over 50, and I, I believe every bit of what this man says, because it's, uh, you know, this, this is just more of the truth that we've been getting, well, for a long time now that nobody else seems to notice. This, uh, this fake vaccine poison, shots in arms, bodies in ground, has now killed in excess of 50,000 Americans. Uh, it is, it, the vaccine has killed more people than the coronavirus. They, and they say, well, there's been 600,000 corona deaths. No, it's maybe 600,000 picks deaths, closing in on two years. That's not... That's, that's much less than the death rate was just four years ago when there was no pandemic. But if you separate out all the other pneumonias and flus and the, the two and a half comorbid conditions that all of these fatalities present with, just the strict deaths from COVID is only about 5% of their magic fake number. So about 30,000, which is less than the 50,000 killed by the vaccine. And we're just getting into this. That's probably just like 1% of what's going to happen. Intentional war crimes, uh, especially when now that they're targeting children who are, you know, everybody does really well against this very weak and ineffective engineered bioweapon, uh, you know, uh, 
chemical warfare is poorly effective. Biological warfare uh, in the age of modern sanitation is uh, practically worthless. This is, uh, this is no exception. Uh, if you're not dropping nukes or using heavy artillery or aerial bombardment, then it's not really a weapon of mass destruction. Unless you can uh, hit them with a one-two punch like this, uh, this fake vaccine poison. Um, but as it is, the virus, you know, just even adding in the pick's deaths wasn't that dangerous. And for children, it's not, not a thing at all. You know, they, you know, last year, they, they, it's like they were waiting and salivating, and they finally found one person under the age of 18 that they said died from it, and that was the headline. Ah, it's killing everybody. It killed, I mean, look how many kids it's killed. It killed this one. Sure, he had all these other uh, conditions that probably would have killed him anyway, but time to give him the vaccine that makes him drop dead or go infertile or get blood cancer or, or who knows, who knows. But they're not resting. Uh, this, you know, this, the corona thing is fading away. It, you know, Biden was selected. Harris is now the president. They got what they wanted. They always get what they want. Uh, it served its purpose. The people reacted marvelously. They wore their masks, they marched around like cattle in shoots, uh, they're jumping at their own shadow, doing what they're told, and now they're preparing the next hoax. And they've presented a report to our KKK Congress. This is uh, the preliminary assessment of unidentified aerial phenomenon, an unclassified report to Congress from the office of the Director of National Intelligence. Nine pages, I linked to it, just, just read through it. Uh, to sum it all up, uh, they say, uh, basically, we don't know what these things are, but they're real. It's a setup for, they're real and they're really aliens. There's Marvin the Martian, he's here. We have to give up the last of our freedoms. The interim solution, of course, that they come up with, these are government bureaucrats, the only way to fight whatever this is that they don't understand, because they're, you know, another agency is making this stuff happen. The solution is just more money. Just we just need to put more more research, more think tanks, and uh, you know, white papers, and just just burn a lot of money. That's the only way to stop this stuff. Again, I say that, uh, you know, the little things flying around, they might be real drones or something. I mean, the stuff that they're going to put up on your television screen is going to look real. Just like, you know, the Avengers movie, it looked pretty real, man. They look like real aliens coming to attack. Aliens don't exist. Aliens don't exist. I mean, they may go as far as to bioengineer something that looks like an alien. And, you know, we found a dead one. Here it is. You can, you can come touch it. Let the reporters come touch it. It's real. Uh, listen to President Greenscreen talk about it, you know, F-15s and giving up the last vestige of the, uh, the Bill of Rights. Give up your property. You'll own nothing. You'll be a renter, and you'll you'll like it. Take your jab. The aliens, the aliens are friendly, and they're telling us we've all got to take the jab to get rid of us. This episode, rambling a bit, is brought to you by the Freedom Prepper community, where you can uh, join and you can ramble right along with like-minded people. Uh, over the weekend, I, I forgot about this. We had some. Uh, we've got folks from outside the United States who it's always good to get the outsider's perspective especially about things like the continuing breakdown of civilization and the way that that affects law enforcement and firearms. We had quite the little discussion going about uh, gun laws in a country that's not the United States and uh, how things are rapidly deteriorating 
uh, you know, it's not headed towards police state uh, territory. We're already there. It, it, for now, the silver lining is the police in the police state are just woefully inept and can be uh, kind of, you know, dismissed with a Jedi mind trick. Jedi, Star Wars, aliens. It all makes sense. Also brought to you by Freedom Roasters Coffee. Get you a cup. I should have had more. This would have gone smoother. Things that go smooth in the USSA include things like federal criminal prosecutions. The government always wins. Why? Well, one reason is perjury. They literally make up just about everything in every criminal case. Make it up out of whole cloth. Swear that it's true. They know it's lies. It can be proven to be a set of lies. Instead of being prosecuted for lying in court, they just win the cases. Um, it is what it is. The law is over. It's done. If you don't believe me, ask any criminal defense attorney who has ever tried a case, any case, in federal court, and you'll, uh, you'll find out. Uh, this, this happened with uh, General Flynn. Uh, you know, there's all kind of lies swirling around. It happened in the Russiagate uh, nonsense, uh, false flag collusion bullshit. Um, you know, the Steele, they, they knew who Christopher Steele was. They knew he was a liar. They latched onto his lies, swore they were true, and uh, conducted their, uh, their, their coup, their coup against the uh, duly elected president. And it worked. They got away with it. They always get away with it. They'll, they'll get away with this story. Here's the headline. Key witness in Assange case admits to lies in indictment. A major witness in the U.S. Department of Justice, SIC, case against Julian Assange has admitted to fabricating key accusations in the indictment against the WikiLeaks founder. This is some nerd from Iceland that did his computer thing, and the lie was, well, you know, I... I met with Assange. I'm a really close associate of Assange. They have a picture of them together. They, they did meet once in the past. And yeah, he, he told me to go in and hack all these systems and do all this spying on the, the very good U.S. government. All lies. All li even, even if it was true, it's just journalism. Assange, not a U.S. citizen, never conducted any of this under U.S. jurisdiction. The, uh, the laws they're uh, trying to prosecute him, persecute him under, don't apply to him, but even if they did, the whole case is built on lies. All of these were sworn into an affidavit to get the warrants, to get the indictment, and it's perjury. Never going to be prosecuted. Um, happens virtually every, not every time, but, but so many times that, uh, how, many, how, many, uh, how many coincidences and second chances do they get? So apparently, an infinite supply forever. It's, it's not a, it's, this is not a fluke. Uh, this is uh, this is not a mistake. This is standard operating procedure. It's how the game is played. Um, yet another reason to free Julian Assange. And what was his crime? Well, he exposed more real crimes committed by the government. And what's the, you know, and they said, well, this is going to endanger uh, you know transvestite sex change uh, drag shows in the military, and it didn't. It didn't affect anything. Why? Because the people didn't pay attention to it. It was over like that. Um, you know, you can just dump all the truth on people you want, doesn't make it any difference at all anymore. Yet and still, uh, you know, they continue to lie, we will continue to tell the truth. We'll keep doing that all week. Hope you had a great Tuesday. Uh, summer is advancing right along. We'll be back with more fun. I've got more stories I had to roll over. Uh, there's some other things coming up we've got to talk about. We'll get to all that and more this week. 
See you next time.